You've now entered the lap of luxury. Prepare your soul for a lavish journey into enlightenment. All right, we're recording. Um, yeah, I was in I was in Houston for this past weekend for a friend's engagement and the Houston Heights area. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, man. Like, is it? I mean, I guess I didn't really get to see much. It was like a fast weekend, like I said, but. Is it kind of not ghetto, but like it's like a weird mix of like um, contemporary or like hipster kind of cool stuff, and then but like the infrastructure seems a little beaten down. It's least, it's really weird. Yeah, I completely agree. I can't. I still can't wrap my head around it. What? <laughs> what? I don't know if you're at like at luxury to say where you live, what city you live in currently, or what area. Uh, yeah, I'm in Shreveport, Louisiana, like Northwest. Okay. Okay. So you're in Shreveport, Louisiana. I have not spent much time in Shreveport, but I've spent time in Baton Rouge, call it. Yeah. And so I would maybe say that they're, uh, a little similar. I mean, a little bit industrial, not smaller town, Louisiana type stuff. Yeah, because Houston seems fucking humongous. I mean, I haven't even like scratched the surface, you know. But, did you and you you drove over? Yeah, and with by the way, driving over there fucking sucks. Like it was all side roads because there's nothing connecting the two. I would have to go to like Dallas or New Orleans and then go over. Um, gotcha. I mean, it wasn't too bad. It was like a few side streets or whatever, like uh, country roads, and then it, it was some of it was highway, so it wasn't too bad. But, gotcha. um, yeah. It wasn't yeah, I-10 all the way over? No. Gotcha. Uh, I, I got to 69 or something. Yeah, yeah. Always okay, okay. So I actually, so I I now see where, where Shreveport is. So you're right. There's not really a good direct route. Yeah. You did get 59 in. So, yeah, I mean, what was your description of, did you stay primarily in the heights i mean where did this uh lady get engaged at okay so she got engaged at the the apartments which i'll keep uh anonymous i suppose but yes. um they just did it like you know local basically but yep. then we went to fuck i forget isn't there like this fucking fajita place that thinks they invented fajitas or something like L- that ltm <laughs> I was wondering if you would be aware. So how far away were you from those apartments? Like, is that a few blocks? So I live, if there was no traffic, 10 minutes away, probably yeah. less. Yeah. Um, with traffic, you know, maybe 20, 25, 30, but it's really closer than that would give it description for. I head that way very frequently. Like uh, I hang out in a, one of my favorite neighborhoods is a little bit south of that. It's called Montrose. It's kind of known as a gay area um, or artsy area. The Heights is kind of more, from my general feel, it's kind of more, you know, not that you're just out of college. You, you're out of college. You're, uh, you know, maybe worked for five to seven years. You kind of got your partying out of your system. You kind of move to the Heights when you can, uh, you know, maybe afford a house. Um, you're really close to downtown and in different areas. Uh, they have up and coming some restaurants and some bars, but it's more of, I would say, a demographic of probably 
25 to 35, maybe, maybe even upwards of that, of like age. And then it's just like a really vibrant neighborhood that like, I feel like people our age move to. Yeah. And did you, um, I think it was the Houston Heights, uh, Hope Motel or something. Do you know of that area? Like the, uh, the renovated one that has the space cowboy bar. I do not know that. Is that by like a crazy looking theater? Uh, I don't think so, oh, but look, it, look it up. Is it, yeah. is it like a shady, is it like a shady hotel with a mural on the side? Yeah, correct. I do know that. I do know that. I saw it. It looks, I saw it before <laughs> it had its mural and it was like shady. And I think somehow we're loosely acquainted or associated with someone who bought that. And we're like, I, I think people were like, that's kind of a silly idea. Like, this is like a crack hotel. Why are you buying a crack hotel? They're like, well, <laughs> yeah. we'll paint it. We'll paint it pink and put a thing on it and then tr- try to get hipsters to come stay here. Yeah, that's where I stayed. Oh, no way. No way. <laughs> yeah. That's no, hilarious. Because um, my wife's uh, friend suggested it. Um, yeah. Yeah, we, and we thought it was cool. And it, it was cool, but they um, – the problem was when we got there on Friday, we were like fucking tired. I think I had was like I couldn't fall asleep the night before or like that morning. So I I woke up at like 4 a.m. So I was like fucking really tired. And so I was kind of done with it. But then the the DJ and stuff, because the bar, they have a bar there that people come that are not even in the motel go there. Dude, so I'm looking at this now. I did not know like the rooms are <laughs> super nicely renovated. I yeah, thought this was like was... a crack hotel because I think beforehand it kind of was. <laughs> but like it's got like a nice little courtyard and like cool vibes. Like it's like completely like the come as you are like the lobby looks dope as hell. I did yeah. not know that. This is like extremely surprising. Yeah, it's it's kind of nice. Um but yeah, they they have that weird facet where they it's like a bar, it's like an actual like people that are not even staying there come to it, you know. So then they're okay. like, they they have like a DJ till like two a.m. So you can't even fucking fall asleep, you That's know. An amazing idea. Now I didn't realize that he's running a club out of there, and then so yeah. if you meet a girl, you can go get a room. I'm sure they're right. all booked up, or you get right. a room to go do that. Yeah, and then the rooms, you could tell they renovated them. They're pretty nice. I don't know if you saw pictures, but they're like low. Yeah, I mean, it looks like they got modern art, nice beds, yeah. kind of stuff yeah. like that. So I think the guys are – whoever did it are doing a good job. But They got a pool. Yep. Probably a yeah, DJ plays good. by the pool. And then, yeah. The, yeah, Saturday, like the – there was just a bunch of fucking people out in the pool. Like it was a Las Vegas pool or something. I was like, what the fuck is going on around here? And then, That's but it's hilarious. Just like, it's just like right off the exit ramp, as you would expect, I guess, like a motel to be. But then it's like renovated, so it feels weird. But we did stay at the bar, and they have like a kitchen there too, um, Saturday night. And it was it, it was cool vibe, so I would recommend checking that out. But it was just like – I a, may check that out on like a random night to go see what this like was – the, was the music good? Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I, Rap music? Yeah, I think yeah, I think it was club music basically. If oh that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. I didn't know they were running a fucking club out of there. Yeah, and then we went to um, Boomtown Coffee. You know about that? Uh, is that the one where they kind of donate Boomtown Coffee? 
I think so. Well, maybe. It was down. There's like this record company or a record store or something like that. This is, I guess it's not really helping too much, but there's a couple of different coffee shops. And then we went to another bagel place there. Um, shit, where's that? It was like Good Vibes Bagels or something like that. Okay. Okay. I'm yeah, dialing in on this Boomtown coffee to see if this is the <laughs> one that I know. Uh, this is a different one than I thought. I have been to this place, though. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't. I think the motel might be a good fucking um, nutshell of Houston. Like, it was, like, weird but cool. You know what I mean? Like, it's so like, what's going on? It's so, it's so funny because I used to drive by that neighborhood. One of my friends actually lives somewhat close to there. Or that's just really uh, like there's some stuff in that area, like some Mexican restaurants and a couple of other things. Uh, and it used to be like a crack hotel. And so I just assumed that it was still a crack hotel. Well, you know what? Actually, this is adding up now because we had an Uber driver. She comes she rolls up in this minivan. It's like a 25 year old girl. And okay. she like I'm I'm getting in the van which, by the way, the Ubers are doing the masks or like, you know, when you do travel, you have to do masks. So it's like uh, airplanes and also Uber drive rides. And it's like it's like just such a surprise, you know, because you're not expecting it because like everywhere else you go, you don't need a mask, you know. Right. But everybody else is. So I'm in a party of four. The other three got people are getting masks. I go, you know, stop the Uber and say, like, hey, they're just coming right real quick. I, I'm like sitting in the car and she just turns to me. She's like, hey, uh, excuse me do you guys uh, do drugs? And I'm like, uh, no. And she's like, she's like, oh, okay, sounds good. And I was just like, what the fuck is it? So maybe... So she, so she, like, thought she was pulling up to, like, oh, okay. So she probably thought you were, like, going to be taking acid or something. Yeah. Because you're coming out of this she club. Probably thought she's probably been doing that um, route for a while. <laughs> and maybe it's because it was a crack motel. That that's what she just assumed, you know. I didn't <laughs> right, think right. until now. That's interesting. So now I got the background info on it. Yeah, but yeah. So. You can kind of tell it was it was kind of like I don't know how those guys did it. Um, luxury, you missed it, but basically this apparently crack motel area they renovated it to be this like cool hipster area that's like kind of almost premium contemporary kind of. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's just like. I don't know, profanity. It kind of had like a you could you could tell they really turned it around because like the fucking second floor or wherever we were, third floor um, walkway, it was like leading at a like almost a forty five degree angle. It felt like <laughs> like I thought we were just gonna fucking fall through the floor or something, but it was. So, oh, and we turned on the uh, bathtub and brown water came out initially. Uh, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's hilarious. Were we there for work or play? Uh, my Madison's one of Madison's best friend was getting engaged. Ah, uh, so we were just hanging. Oh, thanks. So you it made was, it all the way out there just for the engagement? Yeah, it was a quick turn. Well, she got engaged, but then we were there for like the uh, celebration, basically. But wow. uh, it was it was a quick. Turn. We left Friday night, just slept there, met met up with them Saturday, and left Sunday morning. So it was like super quick. The Madison's friends who came, not the ones getting engaged, uh, they came from Kansas City. They flew in, got there at 9.30, mm-hmm. 
a.m. on uh, Saturday, left noon on Sunday. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So it was like all we had really was like Saturday afternoon, evening. So. Did you fly there? I forget. I missed that. No, part. I drove, and we were actually talking about. Uh, there's no good like highway, which sucked because uh, like doing the country road type of thing. I fucking hate that shit. But, uh, yeah, I always think that when I'm on like a country road or something, I just think my car is gonna like fall apart and like all the nuts and bolts are just gonna like come out. You know what I mean? I'm right, just, like, right. Be stranded, you know. And then it's gonna be like a horror movie where I knock on somebody's door and they're like a chainsaw killer or something like that. <laughs> so, um, so what what did you think about those fajitas? Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> you, was it El Tiempo that you went to, or did you go to Nimfus? So, I thought they were really good, and actually the the uh, groom to be, I guess, he did a good job with like instead of like you know we had like twenty or thirty people instead of everybody oh, working on shit, he just got like these party packs where they just brought us fajitas so nobody like you take away people's decision but at the same time make it simple you know so everybody just got fajitas with like the toppings and you just yeah, that's, it was like that's, bam. I, at that restaurant i tell people like if i see someone looking at the menu i'm like oh oh, oh, oh you've never been here before let me give you a hint <laughs> you don't need to look at the menu just get fajitas like what do you want do you want steak or chicken and i would recommend 100 percent steak yeah yeah that's what we got and it was really good um but i don't know if did, they had did you pour that butter on there no was there but i didn't see i don't think i saw but oh butter dude the butter. melted butter oh my god yeah they know what they're doing i gotta say but um i don't know i don't know how to delineate if they invented it apparently there's like a rivalry between them and somebody else on who invented it and they're like it's like a family rivalry or something like that i hear yeah, I think like, you know, half the family like defected and started their own thing and <laughs> said, you stole our fucking recipe and the other people, I don't know. There's a huge, huge rivalry. That's funny. But uh, Luxury, did you ever go to Houston? No, I didn't. No. I wanted to go for the F1 race, but I did not. Yeah, I was just saying, I don't know how to like, and Profane doesn't even know either. Like, how do you, how to wrap your head around? Like, it's it seems like it's like contemporary, but like he said, industrial, but I don't know. It, uh, I got to see more of it. I suppose it seems like you were in an interesting neighborhood and not only an interesting neighborhood, an interesting part of the neighborhood. The right. So, yeah. So, uh, I, at my first gut reaction is like, yeah, the, there's like a crack hotel right there. They play, painted a mural on it and tried to get hipsters to go. But when I pull up the photos, it looks like very Instagram worthy. Like there's some yeah. like neon, yeah, and oh, I mean, you what's not Instagram worthy now, Derek? <laughs> I mean, you can, you can do, dude. I saw them take pictures of my house for when I sold it, and they made it look like the fucking Taj Mahal. <laughs> I guess maybe, yeah. but it, yeah, it, no, I think it's, it's funny. Is what's funny is they send these, they they take the pictures and they send them a lot of times to Korea because they can t- do a quicker turnaround since it's you know essentially 12 hours, uh, like 15 hours off. Right. So while you're asleep and they're working on it and they send you back the product when you wake up and you're like, all right, cool. Yeah. It looks good to me. That's fucking crazy. Damn. I didn't even think about that. Holy shit. But you would probably recommend people get professional photos for their houses, right? It just looks like five times better. I feel like, you know, than if you took it on your iPhone or something like that. Oh, right. Sure. 
Like, you got to be a professional. Like, not to say that you couldn't do it here in America, obviously. It's just, they, I think other the people who take the pictures, they contract out because it's just cheaper to have somebody else do it for them, especially the volume that they're taking. Yeah. Um, where else would you recommend in Houston for future? Oh, we went to, uh, fuck, I forget the brewery name. Um, yeah, where would you recommend? I'll try to find it. It started with a um, B, I think. Bungalow or something? Say it again? Was it Bungalow? Does that make a... Maybe. Uh, I don't rec- I don't remember that one. Uh, there's like Eighth Wonder is a big one. Carbach is one. And then there's... I'm just throwing out a couple of them. Platypus. I don't know. Uh, it, Houston's interesting. And so you're right. For one, it's like very... It's like bat. It's like there's a lot of like old stuff, right? Um, that hasn't been renovated. But then you got to think we're on the coast, so we get battered by storms and right. flooding. So you get fucking you take wear and tear. And then there's this weird mix of pretty much anything old or not even old, anything built in the 70s. Most people will buy it, and if they're they're renovating it or whatever, instead of renovating it, like in my hometown, Indianapolis, they take an old house and they renovate it, right? Here, they'll, a 1970 house, they'll knock it down and completely build new construction. So then you have this weird mix of brand new construction versus like some like really old battered thing. And then the gentrification in the neighborhoods is, is weird. And what, what is also weird to me is there's no zoning. So there's like three areas of high rises in Houston. Um, and then there's just highways connecting it. It's like super highways. And then when you get off the highways, all the it's a pretty modernly built city. So all the roads are like at least four lanes. Like even a neighborhood would have four lanes um, from one one side to the other side. Yeah, that's wild. It's got like that. I mean, I guess I don't know. I can't really give it a good. Uh, uh, get a good feel for it because i was just just in one like little section but yeah it feels like a big city but then it had the small city vibes right. or small town vibes even of the section i was in like correct and like then there's just, weird like neighborhoods said. there's a shit ton of neighborhoods so it's like you go to river oaks i remember the like one of the first days i moved here i went to river oaks and we were at something and people are pulling up in like freaking ferraris and lamborghinis and shit and i'm like where the fuck am i at I'm sitting here in like unfitted, like JC Penny dress clothes. Like, like I am so out of place. I'm like hitting my Uber X and like a Ford, you know, focus pulls up. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like, get me out. Like, you know, there's like all these like Botox moms and stuff, like all dolled up to go out to a steakhouse on a Tuesday night. You're like, what is going on? <laughs> So you have that, but then you have like you're you were sounds like you were at more of a club environment. So there's like the guys who go clubbing, like at a pool party, you know. Yeah, and a DJ. I saw throwing crutches in the water. I don't know what was going. No, on. what? <laughs> That's tremendous. Oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think that made sense, but I just moved on with my day, I guess. <laughs> was, that at the, was that the at the hotel or the apartment? Uh, the hotel. Gotcha. 
Holy yeah, shit. I, yeah. I mean, I pulled up and it was just a wild fucking scene, and I wasn't prepared for it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have been prepared for that. I mean, I literally thought it was just a, like a little dinky hotel. And I had the truck, so and it had like small parking spots. So I was like, Oh yeah, God, I gotta fucking deal with this bullshit. And oh, then like all those parking spots are super thin here. Yeah, and then they have like a valet, and you're like, is this guy just gonna drive away with my car? You it, know, it's you gotta never... be the valet capital of the world. Everywhere you go here, they're like valet, valet, valet. Oh, it's, right. like, it's ridiculous. Interesting. See, that's yeah, good. Fuck to get. Valet. Dude, I'm not. Ta- I'm not giving a, uh, my car to a valet. I don't care. I know. Yeah, I, you, I was, are a, you were a valet. I, exactly. That's exactly why. <laughs> like, and it's at the point now where, like, if I was a valet because all the cars are automatic, if I get a stick car, dude, I'm whipping that motherfucker. Crazy. <laughs> and that's really? The, that's, oh, dude. I'd be I don't want to hear that. Dude, I would definitely, that's what I would be doing if I was a valet. And I'm... I obviously always treated my customers' cars with respect, but I respect <laughs> the fuck out of them very quickly. Put it like right, that. Right, right. And yeah. Awesome. Alleg- allegedly, uh, I went really fast and drifted around some corners, allegedly. Right. What, uh, real quick, what uh, valet stories do you have? I, I, always, I would always worry about people like, like, I'm sure it's really stressful to like ding up their car or something like that, but like, I'm sure there's also some Karens. Who are like, you know, they got to have everything perfect or something like that. Yeah. Right? So, um, some stories that I saw. Um, yeah, that he saw. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> some stories that I saw. Um, a guy. He he was new on the job. He was pull and so we also keep in mind. So you have to. I'm gonna lay this out for you. Imagine um, you're in a parking lot and you have basically six spots, um, basically two rows of three. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. All right. Um, so we would park cars in five of those spots. So the the closest to the end of the row or the closest to the exit, if you will, you'd park two, one on the outside, one on or yeah, two two on the outside with room behind it with three cars does that make sense so it looks kind of like a u yeah it makes sense okay so that way if you have it as a u and you leave enough space you can get a car any car can get in or out of there and if you but if you're not if you're not used to using your mirrors and stuff or like you're rushing because that's what happens and you're parked next to concrete pillars um you're rushing so a guy he he'd probably only been on the job for man a couple weeks maybe a month and he scratched the fuck out of somebody's uh, thing. And like, I knew somebody who was pretty good with detailing cars and was like, all right, listen, man, he says, the guy is like, go get a washcloth, go get some soap. And if we have any, go get some quick wax. So he goes, grabs it. The guy shows him, Hey, real quick, here's how you, Here's how you walk. Here's how you wax the car. So you get he gets most of the scratch out, but still, it's a concrete freaking. He he ran it against concrete. Oh, so gosh. it's like it's not all the way through the paint. It's just got that scuff mark. And he says to him, "Is like all right when you get up to the car because the thing is, what once the car is off of the property, all liability <laughs> is released from because you you can't prove that it didn't ha- like it happened. So 
I said, go up, open the door for the person, pull it open so they can't see you when you when you pull, like just be super nice about it and wait for them to get in the car, close it. So that way the guy says, like I said, if if you see if he can't see it and he's you're blocking it, he's going to drive right off the lot and not think anything of it. And sure as shit, guy drives straight off the lot. He was home free. Um, There's one story for that. Uh, I'm trying to think. Another one I saw was, uh, let's see. I definitely saw <laughs> um, a girl. She start. She forgot to take the parking brake off, and yeah, uh, started driving. And just like she made it about five feet before, it just sounded like a, a huge act <laughs> because it was like <laughs> <laughs> the customer's not in the restaurant yet or the hotel. Where were you doing this at? Like, was it a hotel or a restaurant? Yeah, it was. It was a nice hotel downtown Indianapolis. Um, yeah, yeah. So they're probably not even in the door yet. Oh, um, I don't think they. I think they might have made it in because you get, you're supposed to do like a quick like damage check real quick around. So by the time you finish your damage check, um, you know, if I I always filled out my cards because unless I was like I did it once over, like oh yeah, this car is fine because I didn't want somebody saying that I I scratched it. So. Um, did another, you ever have anyone come say, "Hey, you scratched this," or "You guys scratched it"? Not that I recall. Um, I think one of the most embarrassing things that happened to me was this guy. He pulls up, and he he had already parked his car out front, or somebody had parked it for him, and he was driving a Lotus. So you guys, Lotus is kind of like a mid. It's it's an exotic car. They're not crazy expensive, but they're also not crazy fast. They're just exotic um because it's a british car so he bring he tells me he's like hey yeah, i got this lotus and he's got like a i don't know if he's drinking or not but he had like a drink in his hand and he was just sitting there i run, so i run down because since it was a nice car it's parked out front and i get in i'm like trying to start this car i'm like it's not fucking starting and i try to start it and then the alarm starts going off i'm like oh fuck like i don't know what's going on and the guy calmly walks the hundred yards down and says hey uh to start the car, you got to press the button, this button, and then also press the clutch at the same time, and then it'll start. And right. he he gets in, shows me real quick, and then he just walks back down, <laughs> walks back down to where he was, 100 yards away. I started up, pull it up to him, and he's like, all right, hands me the drink, and then gets in his car, and he even still tipped me. <laughs> no. Drove. So he made <laughs> you pull it up? No, yeah. that's hilarious. I was like, dude, what the fuck? Uh, so I'm trying to think. There's the the other, one of the other craziest things that I saw was <laughs> uh, incredibly stupid. I don't know why this, what this was. <laughs> but they had, like, this is the, the BMW X series that just come out. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. Um, it's a crossover. It's, it's like the, it was like the start of when the crossovers started coming out. So it's an X5, and there, this person is in the garage of this place, just he doing a couple laps and seeing how fast they can get it going. And and this is in a parking garage, like anybody could just shoot out and flooring it. Get like and they got it up to 50 in this parking garage. Um, and this is a worker. This is like one of your guys. A worker, yeah. Crazy. He's and just whipping it in the thing. Like it's a driver test drive. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, <laughs> that's exactly it, dude. And I think I remember one of the one times for me personally, like I didn't drive this guy's car crazy, but he had a souped up Subaru, and I fucked up, but I, I had to tell, I had to give him props because um, I, like I told him, like I didn't go fast, but like I definitely goosed it, and it was like. Like, so if you guys know, I'm going to give you a sound effect right here. I'm the king of sound effects when it comes to cars. It's got a huge turbo, so you just hear whoosh, um, from the blow-off valve. That's not a very good impression, but it was sick, and it was fast. And I get out of the car, and I was like, man, I was like, dude, you have the fastest car. I didn't say I didn't go fast, but you have the fastest car I've ever seen in my life. This is amazing. And like I knew I shouldn't have said that at the end of the day, but – he was just kind of looked at me. He was like, uh, and he, he brought it back. He did not valet it. I was like, I had, I, I don't care. I had to tell him. Wait. Oh, that's good. He, he, that's, that is fucking hilarious. Because I, I, I saw it and you could, because you see it and you can hear this car. And yeah. I see it drive by. He would drive by and pull right into the garage himself. I was like, I don't blame you, buddy. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I, yeah, I said, I don't valet my car. Uh, I think I took that back. I did valet my truck one time in Nashville because it was like my girlfriend's birthday or something. Or no, it was like Valentine's Day, and there was like only one way to do it. So I was like, fuck it, you know. Yeah. We're, we're big shit. balling, and I was like, I got to do this, I guess. And yeah. uh, I hated every minute. And luckily, I'm glad. Like, and what's funny is I paid this fucking guy. He literally moved it like three spots down from like the valet booth. <laughs> dude so i always get frustrated with that i'm like hey valet guy like for one i can see my car just give me the fucking keys like i'll drive out of here that's what i did actually yeah yeah do you tip him in that case um i don't remember what i did i think i might have tipped him here's the thing so when i was valet i never expected a tip i was always nice and i was always um like I always gave my best service and I never expected a tip. Like I expected just to go home and get paid the, like the $3 and 25 cents, whatever. And like, really? I did, yeah. Because here's the thing. Like I'm a person, I fucking hate tipping. I hate the fact that we have to tip or it's, it's basically we're peer pressured into tipping. And when somebody says like, basically people will make you feel like an asshole if you don't tip. And I'm at the point, like, I don't like to tip. I still do it. Um, and it's only because of that. So I was like, if I feel like that, it's only fair that I not expect a tip. And to be honest, dude, I got some I got some really nice tips, and I was appreciative. But, like, I never – I would never be like, if somebody didn't tip me, like, oh, this guy's an asshole. But, dude, he didn't tip me. I don't tip. I think it's bullshit that we have to tip. We need to be – we all need to get on board with getting mad at like, these companies that don't pay you more. Like, cause yeah. they're, they, all they, all they're doing is like, they're, they basically talk to you and say, Oh, you know, you're going to work for tips cause you're going to make so much money if you get tips. And then, um, so we're going to pay you less cause otherwise we wouldn't get it, you know? So you just have to work really hard to get these tips. And then they're also saying, you know, Oh, it's bullshit. They're like, they're putting it in your ear that if you don't get tipped, it's bullshit. So basically they're, they're getting a lot of work for, for kind of free. Like they're not having to pay what they probably could or should. So do you think you made your your you made a better wage than three dollars an hour on average? Or oh, were you probably so, like six dollars an hour? Uh at the end of it? It, it went in it went in waves. Um usually so I don't think about how much I made per hour. I think about more so how much I take home. So 
Right. Like, like my shift normally, I try to take home at least like 30 to 50 bucks per day. And I would be okay with that. Again, this is my first job out of college. Like I don't fucking care. Um, uh, How many hours? Five hours? Uh, there were eight hour days. Jeez. Yeah. But like, so that's what I would try to take home. And then again, allegedly what I know some people would do, they would still say, cause you go in and you have to report what you make. And I, I would never do this, but other people, they'd say, Oh yeah, I only made, um, you know, 20 bucks, right? So 20 bucks. And then you get, let's, I'll just say what? 325 times eight. That's what? Eight dollars. <laughs> since or yeah about eight dollars that you made so you made right. 28 bucks so then the company will cover you up to minimum wage which is like 750 or it was like 525 i think so they'll they'll add in the extra that you didn't make so you're supposed to report so if i make a hundred dollars in tips i'm supposed to report i made a hundred dollars in tips and that's going to cover the spread of how much i was supposed to make so um i try to come home with 50 bucks and then the air and the, the i'm sorry the uh the company would uh, would pay the rest to get me up to the minimum wage. Um, right, right. Other days I'd come home with two hundred bucks. Um, really? Yeah. Well, I would assume those late days were uh, few and far between. Is that right or not? Yeah. It it all depends. So like the the place I worked at, it was kind of like a big event center. Like it was the like I guarantee like you know well like, like I'll tell you who it was right. It was J W Marriott. Um, yeah. So super nice hotel. Um, it's the face of Indiana hotels, essentially, um, Indianapolis hotels, I should say, each the one you see is part of the skyline now, essentially. Um, so, uh, like there's always something going on in the middle of the week, you know, not really, but as soon as Thursday hit Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we're always, you're like, those are the days that you, if you wanted to make money, you wanted to work. Um, but also, they'd be like random days too. Like during the summertime, it didn't matter. You're you're probably gonna make money um, somewhere or other. Um, Sundays were Sundays were good because people were always leaving. And it's like if it's Sunday, you want to be um, working the morning shift because people are checking out. They gotta if they're at a conference, they're leaving. You know stuff like that. So right, uh, right. Yeah, it it was it was decent money. It was good little pocket change. Like I came home from. I, Working, uh, I, I was only there for like three or four months um, until I got, I sorry, I got hired by Apple. Um, and I still, like, I would come home. Um, and I think by the time I left, I had like $2,000 in cash over a couple of months, which ain't bad. And like, that's with me spending, like, that's just straight up cash. No, nothing else. Like, only two. Right. So. And I had to fucking like, uh, if I can, I'll post it in the chat, like what this, because I still have a picture of what this money looked like. But like, I had a set of just ones. That was crazy. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put it in the chat. It, yeah, it was it was good though. Like, it was a bitch though some days because man, you were running. Man. You were like the fat. Obviously, the faster you go, the better it was. So I would literally sprint like I would take off and I would shoot it like a race. Like it was conditioning for me. Um, see, I don't know if that, see if that goes to the chat. I don't know. Uh, maybe it, did. it didn't look like it did. Hold on. 
So I naively thought that I saw you work on Meridian Street. Like in my mind, you worked at a so, hotel on Meridian Street, but that apparently is not true. If you okay, so I have worked on a street uh, on a uh, like they, it was the same company, so they would loan you out to different people. Like sometimes, like oh hey, like for instance, I worked like a twenty almost a twenty four hour shift one time because I left the JW Marriott and then I went over to the Crown Plaza. Like, I think Crown Plaza is over off of Meridian. Yes, um, yes. So like I mean, me and we, um, me and we see. We worked like we were like, hey, you want to go do this? He's like, yeah, fuck it. So we just went over there and we made a we made some good money. It was one of the longest days of my life, but man, it was. But so yeah, I I worked over there like once or twice just because they needed somebody. Yeah, yeah. I feel like in my mind that I saw you out there at one point. Probably you're probably getting drunk, but I'm probably also. (laughs) uh, What's that? What's that bar under the bridge? Uh, Kalada. No, no. Uh, Is that a ta- or something or? Yes, um, Bartini's was Bartini's the one that everyone would go to. Bartini's or no, I was never big on Bartini's, dude. Uh, what about uh, did you you went to How the Moon? Probably. No, I liked Taps and Dolls. Was the one that I would go to. Taps and Dolls, I remember that. Uh, uh, my friends would go to Colada a lot. They, you know, the thing that I thought was good was, so they had these, this list that you could get on and it'd be free open bars at different bars from Mm. like six to seven, or I I forget the times, but it was to get people into the clubs. So that way, by the time people got down there later, it would look like it was full. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So they're just just trying to get people in the door. Right. And they would do like really, they would like try to stiff you. So you'd always have to say like, give me a double or like, but with no chaser or like they'd give you like really crappy beer and it'd be small cups, but it was just to get, get it to look like their club was popping. And then they cut it off at seven. Right. And then by eight, nine, because theoretically you're going to stay there and actually buy some drinks. Yeah. But hilarious. Anything else? Um, I feel like I had one thing not related to anything that we've talked about. Let me look. Probably wrote it down, or I didn't. Who knows? Um, oh, um, it's just a quick term. No, nah, I got nothing really. Okay. All right. We'll see you guys. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individuals and do not reflect the official policy or position of any agency of the U.S. government.